in three, two, one. Welcome back to, to the, the Intrinsic, Intrinsic Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Omar. <laughs> and my name's Juan, as always. <laughs> and we're back at it again with episode number 31, or should I say 30, Juan. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> Got to start off with a little pun there. There you go. Uh, we're back, and uh, we're ready to bring you guys some more innovative and intrinsic ideas for your liking. Yeah, I think this one will be a bit interesting. Yeah, I'll give full credit to Omar. He came up with this idea. I didn't really have it in mind as far as like talking about this, but I think it can be something pretty interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because the more we do these podcasts, the more I find myself going back to previous ideas for topics or just uh, topics of discussion. And uh, this was one that was kind of lingering around, uh, the same as uh, the relationship topic. But this one is speaking out to me a little bit more now with the changes I've been making and the more reflecting I do in my life. Um, so we're going to be talking about mentorship today. And it's something that I've realized is really important to my growth because in case you guys didn't know, Juan is a mentor to me <laughs> now. Mentors come... I didn't know this for a while either. <laughs> <laughs> they actually just let them know today. <laughs> yeah. Now, mentors come in all shapes and forms. It could be a parent. It could be a friend, a neighbor, a boss, uh, somebody that you work with, somebody from your childhood or somebody from your adulthood. They come in all shapes and forms. And it's important to recognize the importance of them because you could be doing bad in life or you could be doing really good in life. But at either time... It's important to have a mentor when you realize that there's a little bit more room for growth. There's a little bit more room for improvement, but perhaps you don't have it within you or you haven't unlocked what uh, sequence of events that will lead you to that next step in life. Um, and so going back to my personal experience, I've made so many improvements, but they didn't really start happening until I started listening to Juan because you had been on my ass about a lot of things for a long time, right? A long time. Very, very long time. And I'm just thankful that you stuck around for this long <laughs> to actually <laughs> see it come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, because I was a little ignorant there for a little while, and I was a little hard-headed. I was like a hard-boiled egg, you know, and I finally got cracked open. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm just very fortunate that I have somebody like you in my life and that I've had other people that are also mentors in my life uh, that have helped me get to where I am today. And so, therefore... I wanted to speak about it because I'm sure there's some of our listeners who are also seeking some form of help or some form of improvement. Like we said, this podcast is all about improving yourself. So mentorship is a very large component to self-improvement. Yeah, I've, I think it's an interesting topic to mention because I have, for the most part, I'd say be, have been on the mentor side, mm -hmm. not necessarily on the mentee side. Because you're just better than everyone. <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> am I? Am I? Maybe. But uh, the main thing is the effort. Yeah. And the thing that I think is important, and the reason why I also think is, it takes certain people a long time to figure out that they need a mentor or the use of a mentor is sort of the fact of admitting like this person knows something that I don't know. Yeah. And you have to, in a sense, humble yourself, accept that mentorship and think, okay, even if this person is older than me, younger than me, they know something I don't know. 
they're willing to help me. And if I am trying to make something out of my life, then I need to take any help I can get. Yeah. Not just, you know, like not just YouTube videos that you find like, oh, how do I do a podcast? Like all this other shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. You need to take advice from people that are all around you. It can be your parents, your friends, um, your significant other, your teachers. I haven't personally had a really strong mentor i would say aside from my mom um but as i explained to you before the podcast i feel like that is more of a example like she's always been a role model Mm -hmm. more than a mentor itself because i feel like mentors are more they're more there for like more of the details you know like more of the little like you should do this like this and that like that and for hispanic parents it's a difficult thing to mentor a kid through this generation yeah because there's so much technology there's so many cultural things that not even they understand that there's that they're trying children to catch do. up on yeah exactly so i think it's a little hard for older parents to be actual mentors i think they're kind of limited to role models and that's what my mom was like mm-hmm. she worked her ass off for years still working and that i think has been the closest thing to a mentorship now on the other hand i've also sought out role models as i've mentioned previously in the podcast through professors and teachers who I felt had things. Again, and this is where that humbling comes again. Yeah. Professors that had things that I didn't have. Maybe they approached science differently. Maybe they were a lot more social. And that's like something right from you that I learned. You were always super social. I was not. Mm -hmm. And I always knew I had that in me because I love to talk to people. I love to really get deep into conversations. I've just always been annoyed by the the small talk yeah the, oh so the what's going on the, you know oh, yeah the weather is nice right it's like yeah i guess yeah it's, it's pretty nice yeah talking <laughs> so much but saying nothing <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying yeah but right i you know i don't think i think of people as mentors but i definitely take a lot from other people and you of course have been one of those people yeah 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 thank you for that um it's interesting to point out that we have a episode that we recorded specifically about role models. Um, But as you were mentioning earlier, and I I completely agree with this, a mentor is more than a role model. Or a a role model will perhaps produce a guideline or a sense of direction, but a mentor will really break it down for you in detail. It's more of a personal experience, I would want to say. And in order to be a mentee and be on the receiving end of a mentor, you have to humble yourself you have to let go of your pride your ego uh because sometimes you'll catch yourself in the position where it's somebody younger than you that wants to mentor you or it's somebody your own age and it's difficult for a lot of people to accept that it's a big pill to swallow because oh how could this person know more than me we grew up the same or we're the same age or we have a similar background who does this guy think he is or who does she think she is and that's something that I experienced myself, which is probably like one of the major components as to why, or major reasons why I couldn't really pay attention to you when you would like give me some advice. And now that I'm past that stage and I look back at it, I'm like, oh, that was silly of me. I mean. So you think it was because of that, because I was your, like your same age? Initially, yes. Okay. Because. That makes sense. And, and, and although you were being, you're probably more successful at the time because, you know, you're going to college and all that. I wasn't really paying attention to that, though. It was just because we both came from a small town 
you know, similar households. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. But, and then kind of like we were saying in the other episodes, like, yeah, but, yeah, but, and there's always some but, right? And over time, I learned to ignore those buts and really start to question as to, okay, well, why am I not listening? Why is this continue to come into my life, but yet I continue to ignore it? Because in life, you'll receive many signs, whether you're looking up at the stars or you're looking on the floor, you know, you're looking for a sign. But some signs are so loud in your life. They just continue to come back over and over and over again. And it's there for a reason. It's there to, to take you into a different direction. It's not just going to continue to present itself into your life if it's not important. It's important for a reason. It's there for a reason. And so, like I said, I question as to, okay, why am I not listening to these? Why am I continuing to ignore you? Why do I refuse to acknowledge it? And that was kind of what allowed me to open my mind to like, oh, I'm the problem. You're being a mentor. I'm just refusing to be a mentee. I don't want to acknowledge that. So therefore, you know, I want to tell people it's okay to need help. It's okay to feel like you're at the receiving end of that because sometimes that person may be the very exact uh, reason why you get ahead in life, why you get out of whatever hole you've gotten yourself stuck in. Um, And yeah, it's kind of like a humbling experience, to be honest. It's not easy at first, but as you go through with it, you're like, oh, okay, this is what it provides me. This is how I'm benefiting from it. Um, So one of the first things I want to kind of like get into is how to identify that mentor, right? So for me, at first, I had to recognize that the person that was trying to mentor me was somebody that was coming from uh, a better place as far as like uh, their mindset was. Of course, I'm talking about you. Oh, shit. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, I knew this whole time. I, <laughs> I knew this whole fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> um, because... As we mentioned in the past, in other episodes, you can't necessarily help somebody out if you're not doing well yourself. Yeah. You have to be in a, in a decent enough position to I be f- able to bring somebody back up to you. Fuck, right? that was frustrating. <laughs> not going to lie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that period of time was fucking frustrating. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. And so a lot of people won't really understand that because, again, you're limited by the fact that, okay, he's my friend or, okay, he's a similar age or he's younger, whatever. And it's like, no, get rid of that nonsense. Like get, get, get that whatever like negative thinking out of your mind. Because this is the reason, this is the guy, this is the person that will get you to a next level. To get you in a better, higher ground in life. But you yourself, your ignorance, you're limiting yourself. And people don't really realize that, right? So for me, in order to identify a mentor, I had to recognize, okay, this person is doing better at me in life. Not because of whatever financial status or whatever other uh, things, it was because of his mentality. It was because of the point of view that he had on life. It was because of where he was going, where he was coming from, and he was exceeding at success, and I wasn't. So, again, it was a humbling experience, but just by paying attention to that, like, okay, you're actually excelling. Like, you're, you're doing great. There's got to be a reason for that. You're yeah. not, not going to be <laughs> excelling at life because you're doing everything wrong. It wasn't luck. It definitely wasn't luck. It wasn't a game of chance. It was fucking pure hard work and dedication because somebody was willing to put in that hard work and I wasn't. That's why you were there. Yeah. And that's why I wasn't there. And so, I think that's what differentiates a good 
a real mentor from a fake mentor. Right. Because I think there are a lot of people, especially out on the internet now, that create this facade of I'm this crazy cool person. I'm an influencer. I'm an influencer. Yeah. I have all these things. And they give themselves, here's the thing that bothers me. They give themselves a title before being that. Right. And it bothers me because, as you know, I'm trying to build up a company, right? But I've never once called myself the CEO of that company. Because I I don't have, it's not fully formed yet. I I don't have people working under me yet. I don't have an LLC yet. I don't have that. So it's like, even though to me, it's like, I really, I'd want to, because it's it's like, oh, to say like, hey, dude, I'm a CEO, like, that's a boss ass move. Yeah, yeah. You know? Hey, look I'm at bo- me. Give me a pat on the back. <laughs> I'm a boss ass bitch, right? But I'm not jumping to that conclusion because I'm not that person yet. And I can't give myself credit for something that I haven't done. Yeah. I can't say, yeah, I'm the CEO of this company and the company's like, shit, it's nothing. It's just some fucking website. It's like, nah, you know, you can't do that. And similar thing with I mean, mentors. It's in the process, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but similar thing for mentors, like you can't put yourself out there as like, this person that's super wise and cool if all you're doing is for the sake of giving the impression and that's the thing right i we've always been friends and i've never again i've never really thought about like me being your mentor until you mentioned that to me like a couple years back and it threw me off i'll be honest because i i just always i don't know i've just always sort of wanted the best for my friends yeah you just happen to be the only one who actually listened long enough, at least, to yeah. like understand that. Because a lot of other people that I would, like I said, I just not even be their mentor, just say like, hey, dude, maybe you should try this out or that out. Yeah. They just always, we just always either drifted apart or they just didn't, again, same thing. Like, you're as old as me, you know, what makes you know more? And it's like, nothing, bro. I'm just trying to do this and it works for me. Mm-hmm. See if it works for you. It might, it might not. Yeah. I'm just hoping that my experience can help some people out there. And that's right. This whole point of the, the whole point of this podcast is we're not perfect. We're, we we haven't, you know, in terms of like the Internet where, again, fake facades are put out there. We're just real people. Yeah. But being real, normal people still carries with it an enormous amount of experience and an enormous amount of lessons. That even if, for those of you out there, if you may think like, ah, I don't have anything special in my life that would make me a mentor. I don't know. There might be something there. There might be something there because you have to remember that even if you're not in the place where you want to be in your life, there's always someone below you. There's always someone that's in a worse situation that you can help. Yeah. And conversely, there's always someone in a better position that can probably help you. Absolutely. Right? And so... Yeah, again, for sure. Don't feel bad. You're not the first person that has rejected my advice because I've been, you know, younger. That's the main thing that people seem to fixate on, like younger. It's, yeah, that's Which annoying. is why, and a lot of you don't know this, but when we were first creating the podcast, I wanted to not include our ages. Yeah. Because I felt that, say some 40-year-old person listens to this podcast. I felt that, me specifically, but us including our age, saying like, hey, we're 23, we're 24, whatever, would, in their view, diminish our perspective. Yeah, and like diminish dis- disregard it. Exactly, which I really wanted to avoid. I mean, sure, by hearing us talking, kind of tell we're young, but saying that, and it's like, ah, 
why am I listening to this? Is this some fucking 24-year-old just sitting in some basement in their yeah. parents' house or some shit just recording something? And it's like, no, don't look at that. Like, look further than that. Yeah. These people have could have done something that you've always wanted to do, but you never really executed. You never went through with it. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. And, I mean, what it comes down to is always about lending a hand, right? A mentor will present itself... In a lot of different ways. Like I said, they come in all different forms, shapes, and sizes. But they will always come from a good place. It won't be presented to you in the form of like a pyramid scheme or a scam artist. You know, yeah. it's not going to be some guru that you find on a Craigslist ad. Like, oh, let me help you find yourself by subscribing nine ninety nine every month. You know, like, I'll help you become the real you. Yeah, And then you get there and the guy's like... Okay, so, like, uh, I have a question. Like, how do I improve my life? Like, do I do this first or do I do that first? And they're like, yes. And then everybody's, like, clapping and stuff. Like, oh, wow. He did it's it so, again. It's so enlightened. Yeah. It's like that guru from that Yes Man yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love that Just movie. Like yes to everything. Yeah. I do like that movie, too. But, yeah, a mentor is not going to present itself to you in that way. It's not something that you usually pay for either. I mean, there is a lot of, uh, like you said, with, like, the internet on uh, social media, there's a lot of influencers that are self-proclaimed that also call themselves life coaches. Now, what gives them that credential? Who the fuck knows? Because they basically gave it to themselves. Yeah. Are they successful? Perhaps. But do they have what it takes to really not only develop their own life, but develop somebody else's? Like, I don't know about that. Because for me, coming from my point of view, it was so hard to get myself out of the hole that I was in. To do that for somebody else, out of to get somebody else out of that exact same hole, I'm not sure that I could do that because half of the battle was within myself, right? Like, as a mentor, you can only do so much for someone. As a person, you can only do so much for someone. It's only half the battle. The other half is fought by that very exact same person that needs the help. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, life coaches and influencers and all this crap, it just kind of seems like a bunch of bogus to me. But... Regardless of that, a mentor will always come from a good place. There will be presented to you in a form of a friend. It's kind of a, a unique bond that you form with somebody. Maybe the friendship was uh, presented first or was born first before the mentorship came along. But there's always a good, unique bond that there is between those two people, the mentor, the mentee. It's a, a, a big trust bond that you form because yeah. you're entrusting your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities, your insecurities into somebody else to allow them to kind of decrypt them and break them down for you to allow you to get a, a better insight, kind of like a third person point of view of your life. Yeah. That's what kind of they present to you. Yeah. I, I know it's a hard thing. I'm not going to stand here. Well, I guess I'm sitting. I'm not going to sit here <laughs> yeah. and say, Hey, it's really easy to just become a mentee of someone or, or to humble yourself. It's a hard thing. Yeah. Especially, again, once you start getting older and older and older, because you seem to think that, and here's the thing, even though a 40-year-old person is going to have more experiences than a 20-year-old person, there's nothing that makes those experiences better than the other experiences. Right. If both of them created a company, okay, they both have the experience of creating a company. But if one did it over the course of 10 years, and it's kind of like an average, let's say a $50 million, you know, uh, evaluation of the company. Yeah. And the 20 year old did it in like two to three years and it's like a hundred thousand 
or $100 million. It's like, okay, they both had the experience. One has a longer experience, but what makes that experience better than the other one? Mm-hmm. Right? The other one was more effective. The other one was to the point they got straight into it. Maybe they had different tools. Right? Maybe now they had the internet. And these are things that, right? This, as the saying goes, like, can old, what is it? Like old dogs. You can't teach an old dog. Yeah, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. I hate that because, again, then it puts older people in that position where they can't humble themselves and say, like, oh, this young person might know more than me. Yeah. And that's very true. At the same time, I acknowledge that people younger than me and older than me know more things than I do. Yeah. And that and if you can humble yourself and actually get to that position, then I think you can actually taste the benefits of mentorship. Yeah. And actually improve. Yeah. So what do you think like from your perspective, what have been the benefits of of having in this case me as a mentor? Why do I think you're so great? Um let me tell you one. <laughs> um well, I mean, just to like touch real quick on what you said, like I do disapprove a lot of the quotes um, that I heard growing up because it does that very exact same thing where it says that you're at a disadvantage because of your age yeah. or because of a certain background or whatever. I, I dislike that so much because we all have an equal opportunity, an equal chance to becoming the best version of ourselves. And the sooner you understand that, the sooner you can get ahead. But if you continue to limit yourself because of those kinds of quotes or that general structure that society uh, provides for you, it's like you're kind of fucked. You have to get yourself out of the system. You have to get yourself outside of the loop to understand what it really means to grow past that, right? Right. But the benefits of having you, I mean, as we mentioned, I met you in high school. So as far as a mentor goes, I couldn't ask for a better one because you met me at probably my goofy stage slash careless stage. You knew me at my lowest point, my weakest point, um, and that's really what you would want from a mentor. You would want somebody to see you at your worst stages, at your most vulnerable places. Because to come to somebody asking for help when you're doing decently is like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, you mean maybe you don't even need that much help, right? But when they see you literally sucking so hard at life, <laughs> like doing just dirt shit, not really accomplishing anything, not even able to like, Make your own bed in the morning, you know, like that low, you can only build back up from that. And the cool thing is that as a mentor, you provided an opportunity, a very unique opportunity to build somebody back up and see every little factor that's going to contribute to that, right? Where, say, for example, as I was building myself up, there could have been something that was kind of a little outlier and you'd question it like, oh, like, is this really important? Like, why are you doing this? Like, or... Why not just not do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, but... And then here I go again with the buts, trying to justify why I needed a certain thing in my life. I'm like, no, I think you're fine. I don't think you need it. And I'm like, fuck, I really want it, though, you know? Yeah. So it was really cool to have you the whole process because you knew when I was bullshitting. You knew when I was being truthful. You knew everything. And that's the benefit of having a mentor because when you can't be honest with yourself, you need somebody else there to hold the mirror right back up to your face and like, now you're lying, bitch. Like, don't fucking try to bullshit Mm -hmm. through this. Um, And that's what forms that unique bond is that trust because it's all true all the way around. Yeah. And it takes it takes time from both sides, from the mentor and from the mentee. A lot of patience, too. To, 
Yeah, to get to know each other, like you said, because like when we met in high school, like obviously I wasn't your mentor there. We just met. Yeah, we were, were just, just friends. We were just friends. And I think it started developing more into that relationship towards like when I was in college and probably mainly right like after I came back from studying abroad because that's personally when I felt the biggest change personally. A lot of improvements. Because before that point, like I was in no fucking position to help anyone yeah. out there. I mean, hey, I can help you with your math homework. <laughs> yeah. But besides from fucking science and physics and math and all that shit, I cannot coach you on your life. I cannot tell you what to do because I myself was also sucking a big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was fucking sucking at life. Not from an outside perspective. From an outside perspective, you might have thought, this guy's doing all right. He's in college. He's doing this. Yeah. But from an internal perspective that other people didn't see, I was... Not the I was not that emotionally stable, and I wasn't that sure of myself mm-hmm. because again, I didn't really know what I wanted, who I wanted to be, all those sort of things that you need to figure out, yeah, after that point, then I felt I felt like I actually learned something and something that I started applying, and then once I actually like applied it and it's like, oh wow, I'm actually becoming a different person mm-hmm. then I felt like. Damn, like my friends didn't go through this specific experience that I went through, but I still want them to experience a similar thing if they're in a similar position. So I felt like it was my responsibility to bring them up or at least say like, hey, I learned this, this and that. I wonder if like if you need to learn that, like, hey, I can kind of help you with that. Yeah. If not, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I think sometimes, too, it also gets like misconstrued by people that when somebody learns a certain life lesson and they want to help provide it to the next guy, that it's like, oh, it's almost like a form of cheating, right? Like say like if you're both working on a similar project or homework assignment for a class and that's like, oh, here, I already got the answers here. Just copy this down. It's like, yeah, it's, it's perceived that way. Like, no, yeah. you're cheating me out of my experience or of my growth. Yeah. And it's like now where I am in life, when I look back, that's, kind of the mentality I had back in the day. It's like, no, like I need to do this on my own. Like get away from me, leave me alone. But then I realized like if I could have sped up this process, fuck yeah, I totally would have. Like if I had the choice to speed up the process, which technically I did, I just didn't realize it at the time, I would have totally sped it up because it'd be less time wasted on lingering around, fucking up, making more useless mistakes and more getting back to it, getting work done, improving and being a better version of myself. Yeah. And so that's also another reason why I wanted to talk about this is because a lot of people will refuse to accept the help when they don't even realize the impact that it can make on their lives and other people's lives because it's a cycle. At some point, you start off as a mentee and then you level up and you become the mentor yourself. Kind of what they say about teachers. At one point, they were all a student. Yeah. So when you complete that cycle, it's like you reach this like, different stage in life where you start understanding like, okay, this is what it took to get to this level of insight, of knowledge, of self-acceptance, self-awareness and improvement. Now I can provide that for somebody else. If they come across in my journey of life, I'll be able to, you know, head them in the right direction. Maybe I won't be the full on hands, hands on mentor like you were, but I'll at the very least provide them with a good sense of direction and, you know, some good tips and advices. Um, and yeah. that's kind of the benefit of having a mentor or being a mentor is that you provide somebody with a new chance 
that they might not even accept themselves that they need or that they want. Because, you know, you know you're stuck in that, that darkness. Yeah, you know what quote I really like? It's, um, you can either give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish. Right. And I really like that. And this is a, a fun story of a friend that we had that was pretty, story close, time. <laughs> pretty close to both of us. And yeah. we were in high school and we were both in AP chemistry. And at this point, this was my last year. So I had been through quite a few AP classes. And so it was kind of boring, but, you know, you kind of had to do the work. Sure. And what happened is we were pretty close friends through you mainly. Okay. Then we became sort of friends ourselves. And there was homework. And so I think it started like third, the third week of the semester he started asking me for the homework. And, you know, even though I'm competitive and even though I love to succeed, I've never been about like, oh, no, I'm going to succeed and you're going to fail. Sure. So I would I would send them the homework and be like, yeah, for sure, bro. No no worries. Like, oh, thank you so much. This went on for about... And by sending the homework, you meant cheating. Yeah, definitely cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, these are photos of my actual chemistry homework. Yeah, a little clarification. And he would... Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Trying to get me convicted of some shit. Yeah, high school cheating. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> and uh, so I would send them pictures of my chemistry homework. Okay. And this went on for about three, maybe four weeks. And I don't really mind it, but then it started getting a little bit on my nerves because I was like, okay, I'm staying. And, I, and at this point, I had like three AP classes. That, that was like my craziest year. So I'm like, dude, I'm staying up to do this fucking homework. Yeah. And here you are just fucking around and then saying like hey dude can i get the homework okay cool thank you yeah. and so the extent of you doing the homework is asking me to yeah. send you a picture of the homework so then it's like all right i felt like you were abusing the friendship not you but that person sure. was abusing the friendship and i'm actually proud of myself for this rather than like i mean i did get mad and i did like sort of <laughs> say like hey what the fuck do you think this is you know yeah. like i'm your friend i'm not gonna be this person that just gives you the homework but what i said is i gave him the proposition i was like okay i'm not going to give you the homework anymore that's like i'm just letting you know that but if it's something that you really can't figure out like i don't i've never tutored before but i can just show you how i do it personally yeah right and i really this particular person i really thought they were going to be like all right fuck you dude like what the hell like you're my friend and now you're not giving me you know yeah and I was really dick. surprised. <laughs> yeah. I was really surprised when he totally agreed and he said, like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I'll pick you up from. Uh, so we went to the same high school, obviously. So from high school, he took me to his place. And then so he would like make me a fucking bologna sandwich and yes. I would teach him how to how to do the chemistry. And then, yeah. then it developed into this whole routine where I think it was every Tuesday and Thursday or some, something like that. We would go to his place. And I would show him how to do the homework. And he became fucking excellent at that shit. To the mm -hmm. point where, like, towards the last couple of sessions we were having, like, he was teaching me shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, look at that. That's like, dope. That is fucking crazy. Like, and that's what I like about it. Because in a sense, I feel like everything, even though we can be selfless creatures intrinsically. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we are selfish and, and that, that is, that's not a bad thing to think about yourself and so in that sense mentorship at the same time is 
thinking about yourself because in my view, if I can elevate you or someone else to another level, then now from that point, I can build off what you now know that I don't know. Yeah. And so on and so forth. And you mentor me and I mentor you and it's this constant evolution and cycle. Yeah. And it never ends, but at each stage, you're like, God damn, look, look how far we came. Yeah. Right. You were just saying like before the podcast, like, damn, remember the first episode? <laughs> that that sucked. Dog shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we both sort of, it was constructive criticism. I don't like this. This is that. You know, keep an eye on your vocabulary here or that. And, you know, you just improve as you go on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a fascinating story. I mean, that's young mentor Juan at its <laughs> finest. Uh, and I do remember you telling me about that. Um, and so like that, that's like the perfect example of like how people would think the uh, that's how it is to be a mentor, right? Like, oh, you're just going to kind of cheat someone through it or whatever. But like, no, on the contrary, because although you might provide them like, hey, if you want to get out of this hole, you need to do this and this is the end goal, they still have to put all the work in. There's no such thing as cheating in life. Yeah. If you, you think somebody's just going to come to you with all these key points of like what you need to do and it's like you somehow just swallow a piece of paper and like, <laughs> ding, like yeah. now you're like a, you know. That's exactly what I was going to say is like you give them the recipe, but yeah. they have to have the ingredients and make it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, they, they have to go through the whole process, start from zero and work themselves up. That's exactly what I did, and that's what anybody else will have to do. Uh, but to think that that's cheating somebody else is just wrong. Um, and that's, it comes kind of uh, in, in part with, like, accepting that you need a mentor or that you need to be mentored is accepting that you need a help and accepting that you need to put in the work. Because even when you were trying to help me out, I still didn't want to accept the work. I didn't want to accept that I had to put in all this effort. I was like, nah, for what? I've been getting away with all that shit in life just fine. And then it's like, wait, where did it get me? Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we said, it's, you need to humble yourself out and, and accept that sometimes you need uh, the helping hand, especially when it's provided to you without even you asking for it. That's when you should kind of take that as a red flag. Like, okay, why, why is somebody trying to help me out? I don't even realize I needed the help. And yeah. kind of reflect on that a little bit. Yeah. I'm curious to ask you this, and I'll give my two cents on this. What do you think are the sort of the qualities mm -hmm. of a really good mentor? Mm -hmm. Because personally, for me, it's not even qualities. It's just quality. There's one thing that I, I don't know if I'm actively looking for a mentor, but if someone comes into my life and like, oh, this person is dope. And I almost think about them as a mentor. The one thing that I am attracted to in a mentor is, well, I guess maybe two things, the work ethic and the mentality. <laughs> okay. And that's why I said, I told you before the podcast, the closest thing I felt like I've had to a mentorship is just reading fucking David Goggins' book, yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious because it's just a book. But I hold that the very highest standard above accolades, above fame, above everything else work ethic, and mentality. Because with those two things, I think you can genuinely do anything. You'll achieve it all. Whatever it is you want to do, with those two things, a little bit of patience, sprinkle a little bit of discipline. A little salt. <laughs> a little salt bay. Yeah. <laughs> with those things, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. And with those things, you can overcome people who are dependent on a talent. Yeah. But don't put that work in. So for me personally, those are sort of the things that I think makes a mentor a mentor because you need to be comfortable in a sense following 
what they're doing or listening to them. And you can't do that if they're fucking up in their lives. Yeah. Right? It's it's like you're giving someone advice, but you're doing the opposite. No one's gonna no one's gonna believe the shit you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. What what were the two things you said? Work ethic and <laughs> um work ethic and mentality, but I also Okay included discipline. Okay, so it wasn't just one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's three. There you go. Um Yeah. I, I I agree with those. I also wanna quote uh Ty Lopez and say knowledge <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have these two lamborghinis back here but you know what i like more knowledge knowledge all these books knowledge um yeah i would agree with those i uh, i guess it really depends on scenario too because uh people are in, in different walks of life and are in need of different forms of assistance uh for example if you are dealing with like withdrawals or uh you're in need of like going to rehab you would present yourself to a center a rehab center or maybe like, uh, what is it, like Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, you know, those kinds of centers, yeah. those kind of places. And a mentor would come to you in the form of a sponsor, right? Where it's somebody that's gone through the steps and has been actively and successfully doing it. And they become your sponsor and they look after you and they make sure that they are kind of overlooking everything that you're doing in your life to make sure you become a sponsor someday in a sense, right? Um same with the example of like the teacher once being a student you know you're gonna be a student you're gonna be learning you're gonna be hitting the books until eventually you become the teacher um it just really depends on the scenario but for me i think uh one of the qualities i would want in a mentor would be some form of like understanding not necessarily sympathy but just like comprehension of where you're coming from because Say if we hadn't came from similar backgrounds, I feel like it would have been a lot more difficult for me to try to get you to understand uh, where I was coming from, right? Where if I was dealing with like uh, having a drinking issue, right? It's something that's unfortunately very common in uh, Latino culture, specifically being Mexican-American. Now, if you weren't, from the similar background, you'd be like, well, what are you talking about, bro? You just don't drink. But it's because you've probably seen it firsthand that you were able to connect with that. And a lot of other things were very similar, right? Where it's like, oh, you understand the whole issue with Hispanic parents and trying to get them to understand you, you know, as the child, as the son, daughter. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think mostly it just kind of comes from understanding because not everybody can be a mentor, there can be very successful people in life, but they will never be a mentor. And that's because although they've been able to get through all the steps in life, they've been able to retain all this information, they can't execute a, a plan to get somebody else in that same position that they're in, right? And I think that's what makes a real leader. And I consider you a real leader is because you can be a mentor, because you can be the student, but you can also be the teacher, because you can fall back when you need to, but step right back up to the plate when you need to. Um, and I think that's what um, composes a real mentor, a real leader. Um, you have to be kind of versatile, you know? It's funny you say that because I just finished a book <laughs> that was all about leadership. Yeah, yeah. And there were ideas that were familiar, that I was familiar with, but not really conscious of and doing myself. Mm-hmm. But all the things you're saying are fair. And as I read in the book, you have to be flexible and understanding but also firm in that 
insane and sort of putting certain boundaries. Like, all right, last month you said you weren't going to do this. You did it here. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Right. But then at the same time, acknowledging that all this shit that this person is doing that you're mentoring, especially if it's like emotional and psychological things, is coming from a dark place. Yeah. Right. And so that's something that, I mean, I've been through dark shit myself. So I think that's what allowed me to not not judge you or other people because you really don't know what people are going through no. in life. So you really don't know if people are like suicidal or people are like really depressed. Like you, you there's no way you can really know that. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like the balance of it. It's being firm enough to let someone know that something that you're saying is important or something that they're doing is really fucking up their lives, but not so much that you now become an additional burden to that person. Right. Because then it's like you stop becoming a mentor and you just become another roadblock in that person's life. Yeah. yeah. And they already have enough roadblocks in their life. Right. Right. So, yeah. I think for a true mentor, that would never be an issue. Somebody that's a true leader, that I don't think that would ever be an issue. But, I mean... In a general sense, I, I do see how it could be a very thin line uh, from being a mentor to being a roadblock to somebody if you don't understand how to be a mentor, how to be a leader. Because, say for us, there was certain things that you might have said that could have triggered me or maybe did trigger me, but I would have never taken it personal because I knew it was coming from the heart, coming from a good place. And like I said, it's all about help. So it would never be like a direct attack, right? And if you've humbled yourself enough to accept that you need a mentor, you would never take it personally in the first place. Yeah. But, but but that's a difficult thing, right, for a mentor, because I've told you this. You appreciate when I'm very direct to you. I love it. Yeah. With you. And I, when I'm very straightforward about things. But from a mentor's perspective, like, I, I just never wanted to be in the position where I pushed you too hard. And, again, I became a roadblock. And again, like like you said, if you accept a mentor, you have to have a certain perspective and mentality. But at least in that time, I didn't see this as like mentorship. I just saw it as like friendship. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like a friend, it's just meant to be there. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, even though I wanted to like help you, I also felt like, you know, I'm just this guy's friend. Yeah. At any point, you can just be like, what the fuck, dude? You're just my friend. What do you think? Why do you think you're better than me, right? Why, right, you, right, why, right? why are you giving me all this fucking advice and shit? And so that to me is why I also, in the past, kind of walked a fine line of like, I want to help them, but like also, who the fuck am I? Yeah, I don't want to get too far into it. Exactly. Yeah, like, come at the pill, Dr. Phil. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get you. Yeah, and I mean, that's another interesting thing because in a younger life, me, myself, I, I consider myself or wanting to be a mentor, right? Because I've always been very good at uh, speaking and interacting with people and I've been able to to read people and see how their childhood or certain uh, traumas had affected them and I could point those things out to them. And so I would try to give them advice, tips, and I've always been fairly good at that. I've just never been good at accepting my own advice, right? And so it was interesting when... I got to a point in life where I felt like I had been constantly rejected. Like my advice was always being rejected. Now, 
I come a family where I'm the youngest. So that's something that I was somewhat tolerable to. I was used to it. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> and it's annoying. Not yeah. gonna lie, it's annoying. But it got to a point where I was like, okay, well, I'm no longer just a kid. I am now technically an adult. I've lived my life, I've made my mistakes, but yet I'm being ignored. And that was very frustrating to me because I could not understand, right? Because I was almost like looking at it as like, okay, at some point this will fade away. At some point people will start listening. But I never got there. And it was just very strange to me. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for a lot of the people that are listening uh, or just people in general that are going about their lives without a sense of direction, they don't know where they are. They don't know where they need to go or where they're coming from. And one of the ways that you can kind of try to break it down is, okay, currently where I am in life right now, would I be considered a mentor or would I be considered a mentee? And if you don't consider yourself part of either one, it's like, which one do you leave? Do you lean towards the most? Do you lead more towards being a leader, a mentor? Because you have enough wisdom, you have enough knowledge, you have enough effort to, to put into life that you could also put into somebody else's life. Or are you lacking in some of those things? Or do you need some help? Do you need some work? Um, and so that was a very big pill for me to swallow, was to realize that I was on the other side of the stick, right? I wasn't the one that should have been helping. I was the one that needed the help. Um, again, very humbling experience. But now that I was able to get through that, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So now if I wanted to, yeah, I could provide somebody with help. But at the same time, I'm more reserved now. I don't want to give away all these little tips and stuff on this on the intrinsic podcast uh, <laughs> because I accept that I have more work to do. And yeah. so until I reach the next level, the next step, then I'd be comfortable with trying to bring somebody else back up with me. Right? Yeah, that's a fair point. I think for some people, including you, you're not necessarily on either spectrum. You're kind of in the middle. Yeah. Because you on one side, you are still a mentee, but on the other side, you're also... And I acknowledge this, building yourself up to be a mentor. It's tricky. Yeah. And this podcast is a prime example because I know, and the reason why I wanted to do the podcast with you was because maybe at the beginning, not so much, but as it's progressed, I knew that what you had gone through, your experiences, and especially the person you were becoming would have the lessons and experience and wisdom to help people out. You yeah. had, in a sense, the tools to become a good mentor. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think out of, out of all the people that I could have done the podcast, I chose you because of that as well. Because even if we were best friends, but you, <laughs> but you didn't do, you weren't becoming someone better. You didn't have at least that fire or I didn't see any potential in you. I wouldn't have told you that. Yeah. I wouldn't have said, hey, dude, let's do a podcast because I thought if I'm going to do this and I wanted to do it, I want this to actually have an impact. Yeah. I hate doing things just for the sake of doing them. Like, oh, I'm like just going to do it. Like, nah, I try to make each step I take have purpose yeah. and have actual meaning behind it. And you were a reason why not I could have done this podcast because I felt like you could actually add purpose to it yeah no thank you thank you i appreciate that i mean imagine a podcast for everybody who's listening imagine listening to this podcast with having 
Juan come up with great ideas, great topics of me being like, I mean, I guess so, bro. Like, I mean, I don't know why you're tripping about that shit. You know, like, hello, like, out of the loop. Yeah. Like, whatever, bro. I mean, that's you, dog. You're like, you know, you got to do better in life. You got to get after it. Oh, you got to stand up. It's like, I don't know, bro. I feel like sitting down right now, dog. Like, don't don't give me that shit right now, dude. I, I would, I, you know what I would call that podcast? Uh. The up and down podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> build, build it all the way up in the intro. And yeah. then like from halfway <laughs> all the way to the end. Because one person is just like trying to build you up. The other one's like, <laughs> just relax, man. You know, I watched this cool series on Netflix. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, just, just watch it, bro. Yeah, just tune in and tune out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a constant battle and it's a constant balance to maintain this uh, different mindset that I have now that you've helped me out with. And uh, I'm very thankful for it. And I did want to, you know, touch on this on a podcast just to kind of let people know a little bit more about where we're coming from, where we're going, and to kind of give people insight as to maybe help them decide or decipher where they are in life or where they're going. Uh, because again, this is all about helping. This is all about improving. And uh, most topics here I find come full circle because you could be doing really well in life at one point, but the next day, you know, life takes a shit on you and you got to kind of work, take, <laughs> you got to work on uh, getting back up. You could have said life, you know, shit hits the fan, but you said life takes a shit on you. I, I, I'm very, very vulgar Jesus. with my examples, but that's how I think of it. It's like, ah, shit, here he comes. Right. But <laughs> literally, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to flush that shit out and listen to the Trinity podcast. Yep. Yeah. Everything comes full circle. So if you're doing great, continue to excel but also accept that it's quite possible things might come around and if you're not doing so well in life and you're having a rough time also accept that things will come full cycle and at some point things will turn around for you now whether you need help whether you need to you know read up a little bit more and stuff whatever that's for you to decide we're just here to kind of provide all these different tips and advices and and forms of help um and uh just know that this all comes from a place of love at the end of the day Everything we do, everything we say comes from a place of love. Love so, and humility. Yeah. We want to humiliate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> humility. <laughs> yeah, humility. Because, um, so. yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't, to to our credit, it's not an easy thing to put your vulnerabilities and insecurities out there. No. But if it can help someone, then I feel like it's our social responsibility to actually do that. Absolutely. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And whether it be a friendship, a relationship, a mentorship, whatever ship you're on, I think our words of wisdom summarizes pretty well what that relationship needs to embody. Yeah. So this wow is brought to us by Ben E. King, Mm -hmm. a true legend. Yep. And it's very basic, very straight to the point. And I think it's a perfect way to conclude this uh, episode. It's a great song, too. Stand by me.